are now listening to the Paul McGuire Report. This is Paul McGuire. On today's program, we're going to help you understand what's happening in our nation and what's happening in our world. Everything uh, seems to happen in terms of patterns and sequences. So the events that that blow up in our lives and our culture and our world are not random chance events. They didn't happen by accident. In the overwhelming amount of cases, these events that burst into our reality, these events are pre-planned, strategic, and reflect uh, an enormous amount of planning, uh, technological know-how, scientific application, and so on and so forth. So, you and I find ourselves in America, and um, despite your age category, it, it really doesn't matter. We're in the, for now, we're in the same time zone. So the question is, uh, what are we supposed to do about it? Because if you're banking on or you're expecting everything to go along as it always has, you're going to be disappointed. It's not going to go along as it always has. What we know from history and what we know from observation over the last number of decades is that things are building, things are escalating, things are accelerating. Now, that shouldn't surprise us because Jesus Christ talked about this in the signs of the times. And then when you apply the signs of the times um, that Jesus Christ talked about as you're analyzing the reality that we're all in, Jesus told us that in the last days, there would be an increase in magnitude, in frequency, an increase in things like freak weather, droughts, storms, tsunamis, earthquakes, wars, rumors of wars, um, pandemics, strange disease outbreaks, nation-fighting nation. All of these things and others are coming about with increasing frequency. So if we analyze the recent time period that we're in, and for some of this, this will mean going back a number of decades before you were born. But there, there is a critical period in human history which acted or functioned as our turning point. Now, you and I didn't get the privilege of learning about that in the school systems, the media, the entertainment industry the so-called news reporting industry, all of those um, fixtures in our society are committed to social engineering. They're committed to blocking out the truth and the full truth from you so that, so that you walk around in a, a lower-grade state of consciousness so that you their goal is to dumb you down. Now, you know, some people just allow themselves to be dumbed down without without a fight, without surrendering. I mean, excuse me, and just surrendering. But Jesus told us that we're supposed to fight the good fight of faith. Now, this is a spiritual fight. We're not just supposed to lay down and be rolled over by the circumstances around us. We're supposed to be doing what God called us to do in the power of his Holy Spirit. So we're supposed to fight the good fight of faith, which is a spiritual battle. And God calls it good. What does that mean? What else did God call good? When you go back to Genesis and you look at the opening chapters in the book of Genesis, and you see that every time God created something, he would create it by speaking it into existence, like let there be light. And then we see in verse after verse that everything God created, it says he calls it good. In other words, God is pleased with his creation in the beginning, in the time of the Garden of Eden, and when the world was a perfect place before the fall of man. Everything God created before the fall of man, he called good because that was all created in its original state of divine perfection. Now, so that tells us something about the nature of God. God, certain things please God, certain things. Uh, Anger God, and anger not in the human sense, in terms of uh, 
a divine sense of anger. But he says, when we come into the New Testament, he says that we're supposed to fight the good fight of faith. So God is calling that spiritual battle and our willingness to be involved in the spiritual battle, he's labeling it as good. In the same way, everything that he created in the book of Genesis, God said that it was good. So what does it tell us? Well, it tells us very simply and easily that the fact that it's good, fighting the good fight of faith, that means, absolutely, unequivocally, it means that if you are obedient to the Lord and the power of the Holy Spirit and the teaching from His Word, and you engage in spiritual warfare, which is your command from God, whether it's intercessory spiritual warfare or spiritual warfare of other kinds, when you engage in that kind of spiritual warfare, God calls that good. It's in the category of things that please Him. Now, the reason for that is is obvious. If God's people don't engage in the, quote, good fight of faith, then the servants of Lucifer, the fallen angels, the demonic realm, will, will run to and fro across our nation, basically trashing it, destroying it, degrading it, and his goal is to overpower it. Now that, to God, is not good. You know, God says uh, that it's important for, for his people to obey him and occupy until he comes. So that's the central truth that we talk about constantly on the Paul McGuire Report, because it's a foundational basis for, for your life, for living. Okay, so everything moves, moves in, in patterns. Now, we have to have intelligence. I'm not just talking about, you know, like IQ intelligence or emotional intelligence or whatever. We have to have intelligence in the sense of uh, military intelligence for the peaceful spiritual warfare and battle. Because if we don't know how to operate, if we don't know what our targets are in the spiritual realm, if we don't know who we're fighting in the invisible realm, then we can't possibly fight the good fight of faith. We'll fight a rather sad, pathetic uh, battle. Now, in order for revival to explode, in order for uh, an authentic biblical revival and an authentic biblical awakening of whatever proportions God in his sovereignty deems, then uh, catalysts for this, among many things like prayer and seeking the Lord, but the catalyst for this is being willing to obey God and essentially enlist as a spiritual warrior, whether you're male or female or whatever age you are, because there's always something you can do. And prayer, when it's practiced properly, is an overwhelming spiritual weapon. And remember that the basis for everything that God does, as we talked about recently, is love. God is love. The agape, Christ-like, spiritual love of God. That's the, that's the core of who God is. And although it's not treated in the respect that it deserves, we as God's children should be vigilant to make sure that we're loving one another in the body of Christ like Christ loved the church. If you love one another, Jesus said, by this will all men know that you're my disciples. So what is Jesus saying? Jesus is saying that there's a direct relationship between the spiritual harvest, the saving of souls, the melting of hard hearts so they can receive Jesus, people who are antagonistic towards the presentation of the gospel of Jesus Christ, maybe even you're in your own family or social circle or whatever, we sometimes scratch our heads and, and wonder what is the barrier that's preventing them from seeing or receiving the gospel of Jesus Christ. And according to Jesus, one among other key barriers would be if they observe a lack of agape or pure or spiritual love in our lives. If they see an absence or void of love when they're considering the gospel of Jesus Christ, according to Jesus, that will block them from coming to Christ. So that's why he commands us to love one another, and by this, by what? 
by the fact that we love one another and it's visible to the cynical world, by this will all men and women know that you are my disciples, which means the world, the people you know, that barrier will melt and dissolve to a significant degree when they look at our lives and see that we are literally practicing loving one another as Christ loved the church, because it is by this kind of love that we're supposed to have towards one another that all men and women will know that we are his disciples. So if you look at the body of Christ in America, the tragedy is there there are things that are opposing the love of God being expressed in the body of Christ. Now, first, it it is important to to confront, to expose things like uh, false doctrine, false prophets, false teachers, heresy, apostasy, etc. It's important to confront those things. However, what is the condition by which we are to confront those things? Jesus Christ tells us, speak the truth in love. So what we have primarily, with few exceptions, is we have people who are rightfully concerned about combating false doctrine, false prophets, false teachers, apostasy, etc. But their effectiveness over the long term and the short term in accomplishing the, the bringing in of the last day's soul harvest and saving souls, they, they don't realize it, but by not speaking the truths that they're speaking, by not speaking them in love, they're diminishing or hindering or handicapping the, the, the salvation uh, of many people. And all they have to do is, is modify what's going on in their heart and discipline themselves, because it takes discipline, discipline themselves to speak the truth in love. Now, you know, I, I can be very, I, I wouldn't say militant, but very, very in your face, let's put it that way. But I always endeavor to speak the truth in love. That doesn't mean I hold back, because I don't. But I try to, guided by the Lord, speak the truth in love. Why? Because if I speak the truth in love, that opens the windows of heaven and allows the kingdom of God in to to change things the way that God wants them to be changed. And then when I interact with the body of Christ or Christians or or people I know, etc., I endeavor to uh, love one another as Christ loved the church so that all men will know that we are his disciples. Now, let's not confuse what love is. Love is not this sloppy, agape, you know, syrupy, mystical, lazy. Love is not a a bypass for responsibility and speaking the truth. so, So you have to make sure that people do not abuse the proper definition of love. Now, our society is fragmenting because of the the massive demonic assault upon America coming from multiple dimensions and multiple factors. One of the most powerful things that we can do is release the love of God into the atmosphere, to release the love of God into society, into families, into institutions, into states, cities, nations. Now, that's not all we do, but that's part of what we do. And we release the love of God by loving one another as Christ loved the church. That becomes a powerful light exposing and driving back the spiritual darkness. It's very, very powerful. In fact, you know, there are are many truths that should not be the, the exclusive domain of people in the New Age movement or the occult or Eastern mysticism, etc. They have largely. Uh, dominated the the category of electromagnetic frequencies and frequencies. But frequencies and electromagnetic frequencies are are a scientific reality, a technological reality. And so, for example, every color has a different frequency. That's not New Age. That's just the way it is. That's the way God created the, the planet. And the highest frequencies are like love, pure agape love, to the degree that they've been able to measure anything close to that technologically, is called, in certain quarters, the love frequency. That doesn't mean we're New Age or we're surrendering to New Age doctrines. It's just that 
when people are operating in agape spiritual love, the Christ-like love of Jesus Christ, they are operating in a specific frequency. It resonates a specific frequency into an unseen dimension, which can change things positively or change things negatively. But it does, what's flowing out of the hearts and minds and mouths of believers, does reconfigure our reality uh, to whatever degree, again, that God allows us. So when we're moving in the frequency of love, by loving one another as Christ loved the Church, that produces, that true Christian unity produces a, a specific numerical vibrational frequency which transforms the environment, the social structure, people's bodies, etc. In the same way that if you're filled with hate and bitterness and resentment and unforgiveness, those are going to emanate specific numerical frequencies, but these frequencies are negative, they're dark, they are frequencies that produce disease and destruction, they are low-level frequencies that didn't exist in the original Garden of Eden and planet Earth before the fall of man. So, so we need to be wise enough in our understanding of the Word of God to be able to process these apparent dichotomies. And it's not a hard thing to do. It just requires practice and a willingness as, as individual disciples of Jesus Christ, which again means to pick up the disciplines of Jesus, that we learn how to die to our flesh in the area of serving ourself. If our self is on the throne of our lives, then we're not living and walking and doing things under the Lordship of Jesus Christ. It's only what we do under the Lordship and direction of Jesus Christ that produces results of eternal value. So one of the most powerful things that we can do in America right now is to release the love of God, the light of God, the presence of God, and the glory of God into our community, our nation, our families. And the way we release it is, yes, through prayer and preaching of the Word, but one area which is not, it's not practiced that much, and it's, a, it's all important, we need to love one another as Christ loved the Church, because it's only then that all men and women will know that we are his disciples. They'll know that the gospel of Jesus Christ is true. They'll know that Jesus Christ is Lord. And that knowledge changes irreversibly. That knowledge changes the balance of power between good versus evil in not only the physical world, but the invisible realm. Okay, you're listening to the Paul McGuire Report on Paul McGuire. Be sure to visit paulmcguire.us. That's paulmcguire.us. And we will be back in just a moment. This is Paul McGuire. <clears throat> uh, as I've shared with you many times, the Lord continually has been my entire life leading me to study, to research specific categories and areas of information and study. And, and, and it, it's, to me, it's like unpredictable in the sense of what the Lord leads me to research or doors that a Lord, the Lord will place before me, or books or articles or whatever that the Lord places before me as, that he uses as a guidance system for me about where to research and where to study. This has been going on in, in my whole life. And uh, it was a number of years ago the Lord supernaturally led me to study frequencies and electromagnetic frequencies especially as they apply to health and well-being. So I began to realize that even though the New Age movement and the occult and you know people that hang out in those areas, they, they picked up on this early. And so it's a false understanding of EMF and frequencies to assume knowledge, study, or the understanding, or, or even the application of frequencies belongs in the domain of the New Age or the occult. That's impossible, because we're talking about science, technology, and it should be uh, processed and understood and utilized as a tool for benefit and understanding by the real supernatural body of Christ here on Earth. So the basic thing we learned from quantum mechanics and quantum physics 
scientific research that emerged beginning in the late 1800s was the understanding that we don't just live in a universe or a reality that you know is limited to our physical sensory senses like what you can see what you can hear taste smell etc or touch that that reality is real reality is multidimensional in nature and according to quantum physics the multidimensional nature of reality means that there are somewhere between 11 and higher numbers of different dimensions that compose or interact with the, the physical world dimension that we live in. And that each one of us and everything in this physical world reality ultimately is uh, a projection from the spiritual world of specific electromagnetic frequencies. So, for example, every single person has their own specific numerical electromagnetic frequency, just like they have a unique fingerprint or thumbprint. And, and there is technology that can, from a satellite, look down upon the Earth, zoom in, and they can see uh, a bunch of people together, let's say, uh, on a college campus or whatever. And they can get a reading of who every single person is that's gathered there, because every single person is generating a different numerical electromagnetic frequency. And they have a master database. This is one of the many purposes for the collection of metadata. They have massive data storage warehouses where they can retrieve all kinds of information about you, including your identity based on the EMF signature that your body, your spirit, and your brain is, is transmitting, whether you realize it or not. Now, frequency is everything. So when we are fighting a battle, we know that the Apostle Paul taught us, and this is one of a series of verses that you hear me talk about constantly. Well, the reason I focus in on certain verses and, and teachings constantly is because it is my humble perception that it is these same areas that are sadly lacking and deficient and malnourished truths in the body of Christ. So in order to empower you and me and the body of Christ, I feel called to focus in on these critical, critical priority areas. Yet, in order to you know apply the, the, the biblical teaching and integrate the biblical teaching with our reality, and that always has to incorporate the acquisition of knowledge, mainly science, technology, theology, etc. So when we look at the the world that we're living, the physical reality world, there is what's called the visible light spectrum. And the visible light spectrum is the section of the electromagnetic radiation spectrum, EMF, that is visible to the human eyes. So our human eyes can only perceive uh, part of the visible light spectrum. I don't know whether cats or dogs or whatever. I don't, I don't know how they see, but they see differently and they hear differently. So, for example, um, we have... The, the visible light spectrum, and then we have the way the visible light spectrum occupies, in terms of measurements, a particular wavelength. And uh, the wavelength of the, of the light spectrum, um, or what they call the wavelength of light, is related to both frequency and energy. And it determines the frequency and the energy, which is measured, you know, numerically, determines the perceived color. So colors come from a projection of a specific EMF frequency. And different colors have different wavelengths in the visible light spectrum, um, different frequencies. So, for example, uh, red has a wavelength of 625 to 740. Orange, 
590 to 625. Yellow, 565 to 590. Green, 520 to 565. Cyan, 500 to 520. Blue, 435 to 500. Violet, 380 to 435. So these are different electromagnetic frequencies. And they, they, each frequency produces a different kind of vibrational field. And different frequencies, for example, can produce healing, peace, serenity, peak performance. Uh, certain frequencies produce disease, anxiety, depression, etc., etc., and, and sickness and disease. One of the most uh, important things to realize, and it should be something that's, that's of common understanding, but unfortunately it's not, is this. Ever since the advent of radio and the telegraph, that was, that was the first time in, moder- in, in relatively modern times that the, the atmosphere of a nation, the atmosphere of planet Earth, was interfered with by the specific man-made electromagnetic frequencies being generated by a telegraph and being generated by uh, radio. Now, Marconi claims to have invented the radio with radio frequencies. I personally think that it was probably Nikola Tesla who discovered the technology for radio. And uh, this has been of interest to me because, as many of you know, the Paul McGuire Report is available via internet-based platforms. But prior to the Paul McGuire Report, uh, you know, 15 or more years ago, there was the Paul McGuire Show, which was on AM and FM stations all across the United States. That show transmitted on different frequencies, AM frequencies and FM frequencies. And all of you have seen radio transmitting towers. Etc. Okay, then, so frequencies can transmit all kinds of information. Uh, for example, radio frequencies, you, you can't see radio frequencies. You can't even hear the actual frequency. What you can hear is the audio uh, signal um, being carried by the AM or FM signal. So you can hear a radio talk show host or, or music or whatever. Okay, so. When we get involved in spiritual warfare, remember that the people that are currently controlling planet Earth, the, the globalist elite, are highly advanced in their understanding, practice, and development of science fiction-like type of technologies. And they have been aware for years, since before Nikola Tesla. And by the way, when you study um, the structure of the pyramids in, in ancient Egyptian, uh, in, in the Egyptian empire, and I talk about this in my book, Power from on High, the, the frequencies that they have discovered internally, they have discovered some kind of machine, some kind of mechanism that has to do with water pumping and other things deep inside and deep underground of the giant pyramids of Egypt. But the interesting thing was, I thought, was the specific frequency that was being generated by the uh, pyramid structure and the the pyramidical-type technology, the specific frequency that was being generated in the Egyptian pyramids was the Schumann resonance frequency, which is the exact frequency of that broadcasts from planet Earth. So planet Earth is this ball or whatever, you know, but it generates everywhere on planet Earth. Planet Earth is broadcasting a specific frequency, and it just happens to be that that frequency is very healing to mankind, birds, animals, nature, etc. And it's not a discordant or or disease-producing frequency. So according to this uh, physicist Schumann, and this is confirmed by, by technological measurements being made by scientists. So it's it's an accepted fact. The the frequency, uh, the electromagnetic frequency of planet Earth 
is at 7.83 hertz or HC, 7.83 hertz or HC. So that is the, the frequency that planet Earth is broadcasting by. Now, other frequencies uh, can produce good or, or bad uh, results. 7.83 HZ is considered to be somewhat of a healing frequency. And then the other thing to understand is that um, when it comes to ELF, um, which are the electromagnetic frequencies that are lower in frequency range, and, and then you have to be specific about what the lower in frequency range does. But these frequencies anywhere on planet Earth produce uh, healing. They can be healing frequencies. Or they can be, when they're really low frequencies, specific numerical ones, of course, they can be very disease-producing, confusion, death, uh, extreme physical pain, etc. So the critical, critical thing to understand is that we live in a world very much controlled by and impacted by electromagnetic frequencies. And I believe that's why the Lord had me research that beginning decades ago. The world that we live in, beginning with the telegraph and radio, and then to the present time with laptops, cell phones, I mean, everything is wireless or becoming wireless. Everything is connected to the internet or, or computers with, you know, it's something like 50,000 uh, new satellites have been put up in orbit. Um, I don't think they've reached the 50,000 number yet, but they're well on their way. That, that changes and impacts the electromagnetic frequency of planet Earth. And then you've got to pay attention to the technology of 5G. 5G is not a harmless uh, broadcasting technology. Um, it's not harmless. It, 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 it broadcasts with a tremendous amount of power, and by manipulating specific frequencies, you can weaponize 5G technology, or a byproduct of 5G technology is can be, uh, depending upon a, a variety of factors, can be uh, sickness, disease, death, ADD, all kinds of things. So to, to walk around blindly and accepting uh, lies that are a complete contradiction to the scientific facts, uh, that's what a fool does. It's also interesting to note that the 5G rollout first occurred in a big way. Now, this is, this is mind-blowing. The, the global 5G rollout, the first city in the world to roll out a 5G tower and antenna network, was in Wuhan, China. Now, that's huge, because Wuhan, China, is also where the alleged laboratories were and are, question mark, um, that allegedly produced COVID. So the first major COVID outbreak was in Wuhan, China. And at approximately the same time frame, Wuhan, China was the first city to begin a massive rollout of a 5G tower and antenna network. Now, whatever you think about that, 5G weakens, according to many medical researchers and doctors and scientists, research suggests that 5G weakens the immune system and is creating a new disease, which they call microwave sickness. You know, tinfoil hats, putting tinfoil on your head. All the mockery, all the jokes targeted towards people who claimed that they were suffering from ill health effects from uh, electromagnetic frequency exposure. And they were laughed at, and they're laughed at and mocked at to this day. Yet, what that really is, is propaganda, because it's, it's scientifically, there's a growing consensus of scientists and doctors who believe that 5G and electromagnetic frequencies can be very detrimental to the body. Now, proof of that would be you can weaponize 
these technologies. And so you can literally broadcast a disease to a specific human target and give and, and kill them over time or quickly. In um, there was a, a condition of bad health reported in, in the Russian medical research literature that said exposure by humans to EMF frequencies can cause headaches, anxiety, sleep disturbances, fatigue, and difficulty concentrating, and by changes in the cardiovascular, you know, your heart, and the central nervous system that is held to be caused by prolonged exposure to low-intensity microwave radiation. That's stuff that comes from 5G cell towers and other, other mediums. So Russian research, the U.S. has it too. It's just the Russians publish theirs openly. And um, so there's no question that 5G and electromagnetic frequencies can really mess with your body and mind. And it's not your imagination, uh, you know, that that talks about this. There's literature, there's research, and allegedly, it's really stronger than allegedly, but this becomes, this these the exposures to electromagnetic frequencies, you know, like your router and cell phone and stuff, all of this stuff combined ends up attacking uh, our nervous systems. Uh, the capacity of our brains, intelligent thinking versus stupid thinking. Uh, it, it, it causes, in certain people, neurological and psychiatric effects. Uh, the nervous system is the primary attack, our endocrine system, and uh, which disturbs our body's hormonal systems. And this is what makes us different than, you know, the single-celled creatures. Also, EMF and 5G, and this is something that you really need to pay attention to. We all do. We all do. It attacks the DNA of our cells, and it can produce a single strand. And it's, we're supposed to have a double strand, a double helix of DNA. It can cause strand breaks in our DNA, and it can cause oxidized bases in our cellular DNA. And of course, we know that oxidized DNA is, is impaired DNA. Now, these transformations produced by EMFs um, can, in some cases, produce cancer, mutations in the germline, which produce mutations in future generations. I mean, this is not stuff to play with. This is not stuff where they put in a 5G cell tower next to your house or in your neighborhood and you just smile and live with it. The, the truth is being suppressed to you. And if you ignore the truth, there's a penalty be, to be paid. So uh, also, these EMF signals and 5G are known to lower male and female fertility, the ability to reproduce, and lower the production of sex hormones, lower libido and increase levels of, and increase levels of spontaneous abortion. Uh, this is not good. Also, uh, life-threatening cardio effects. Um, EMF can produce early-onset dementia, including Alzheimer's, digital, and other types of dementias, and, and all kinds of brain processing disorders. You know, this is not something that you ignore. This is not something that you laugh at. Because some somebody's a conspiracy theorist, that's that's the reaction of an idiot. Okay, and then don't whine to God when when you know uh, your. I mean, I'm looking right now. I, I I can't on today's show, but it's it's a list of like 35 common bodily psychological problems that are caused, interestingly enough, by EMF fields, you know, hypertension. Uh, alcohol use disorder. It's got a wide spectrum. Okay, so what does this mean? This means that in the spiritual war that we're involved in, well, let's just let's just read some of this. Let's just let's just put it out on the plate and deal with it. Okay, you know, divine health is a gift from God, and we're supposed to pray for divine health. We're supposed to pray for healing. 
It doesn't mean that every time we pray, something happens instantaneously. The results of praying for healing are up to God, whether it's instantly, whether it's incrementally, or whether it's God gives you the grace to endure, or God wants you to partner with him in, in being active and doing your homework and, and discovering what you may be ingesting in your body or being exposed to in terms of EMF that negatively impacts your health. But for spiritual warfare, for being you know God's person, for having the energy to get things done, these are essential needs that we all have. So if we're in spiritual warfare, and remember, spiritual warfare is always integrated. If you look at it from a biblical worldview, spiritual warfare is always integrated and connected to your body, your soul, and your spirit. So, symptoms of EMF exposure, which could come from laptops, cell phones, 5G towers, endless number of things. It can cause sleep disturbances, insomnia, headaches. If you don't have enough sleep on an ongoing basis, you might as well have been shot by bullets because you're incapacitated. That's how serious that is, especially if you get into uh, losing REM sleep. Headaches, a migraine headache, severe headaches can paralyze a person from productivity, decision-making, or whatever. Uh, EMF can cause depression and depressive symptoms. So, you know, when someone's depressed, we don't know where that depression is coming from most of the time, or sometimes we think we do. But most likely, it, it comes from a combination of factors. But what if your exposure to, to certain kinds of EMF was the root cause of your depression? God doesn't want his people to live endlessly afflicted by, by technologies that were invented and financed by the globalist elite, ultimately for their benefit, and little regard intentionally or unintentionally for your health. So EMF exposure can produce tiredness and fatigue. Uh, the inability to concentrate, loss of memory. It can produce dizziness or vertigo-type symptoms. It can cause weird, aberrant behavior changes. Exposure to EMF can make you irritable. It can uh, reduce your appetite and cause extreme weight loss. It can cause restlessness and high levels of anxiety. It can make you nauseous and sick to your stomach. It can cause burning and tingling in your skin. Uh, it definitely affects the electrical activity in your brain. And your brain is your central operating system. Um, it can cause the, the feeling of pressure in the head or ears. It can cause sharp pains in the head of the ears, you know, or ears. It can cause, uh, you know, that ringing in your ears thing. And it can cause uh, your thoughts to be blocked, the normal flow of your thoughts to be blocked. Tinnitus, I think, or tinnitus, or I've had it, vertigo in extreme forms. Um, it can cause uh, vibrations, seizures, tremors in the body, cardiac palpitations, uh, abnormal blood pressure, pain in your muscular skeletal system, joint pain, a sense of being dehydrated, urinary bowel urgency, increased sensitivity to, uh, to you know, chemicals and uh, foods that cause inflammation. Uh, it increases food sensitivity. Um, it can cause, this is really serious, circadian rhythm reversal. Okay, so all of these can, can be potentially the result of EMF exposure. All of those things and more, because there's a lot more. There's addiction, uh, there's alcoholism, there's hyperactivity, you know, ADHD, psychotic conditions, aggravation of things of autoimmune diseases, aggravation of Crohn's disease, and uh, high cholesterol. Uh, it can facilitate tobacco use disorder. I would assume people are self-medicating, trying to get rid of anxiety and stuff. So EMF becomes something that potentially can uh, uh, incapacitate you or minimize you. So in terms of spiritual warfare, 
your ability to, to do what God has called you to do can be resisted or impaired by uh, exposure to EMF fields. So why, and, and the upper level scientists and researchers and technology people know this. So why is it being pushed so aggressively? And what is the, the situation and the connection between Wuhan, China, and the first city rollout of 5G towers and technology, which happens at the same time period that the Wuhan laboratories allegedly released the COVID uh, virus. Is there a relationship? See, this is, if, if the media was honest, if the institutions were clean and honest, you would get an honest uh, accountability report regarding the question, is there a relationship between 5G and uh, COVID virus or other sicknesses and diseases? So doing things to protect yourself and to be proactive is essential. And, and one thing, I mean, it's not the only thing. And, you know, here's a heads up. Many of you are going to consider this, you know, some new age hippie thing. Well, the person that first taught me about it and gave me a book to read about it was a certified medical doctor. Uh, it was a medical doctor that gave me a book on the vital importance of grounding your body. In, 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 in grounding your body as being vital to dispersing toxic and negative electromagnetic fields or electromagnetic frequencies that might be uh, impacting your body and your brain and your health and your life. So what this book that this medical doctor gave me said, and so you have a choice. You can dismiss it as New Age, which would be foolish, because truth is not the monopoly of the New Age. Based on scientific research, walking on grass, walking on dirt, barefoot, you have to have a direct connection uh, between the bottom of your foot and God's earth or God's soil. If anything comes between your bottom of your foot and God's earth and God's soil, then the toxic electricity will not be removed out of your body or balanced or harmonized because you're interrupting the grounding process. You know, the reason they have uh, certain metal structures on rooftops is if the lightning bolts are going crazy in a storm, the idea is to have the lightning bolt hit the lightning rod, which, because the lightning rod is metal, and then it goes directly into the dirt or soil, if it, instead of burning down the house, the idea is, is that the lightning bolt hits the lightning rod, which carries the massive electrical charge, into the soil, which happens because the lightning rod is grounded into the earth. So it's a protective mechanism. So you can utilize the same scientific principle as a protective me uh, mechanism by simply spending time um, walking barefoot in the grass, on the dirt, the earth, as long as there's nothing man-made, like a plastic, uh, uh, you know, artificial material, even cloth and cotton and stuff like that can prevent or block grounding from occurring. If you walk on a sidewalk, that's, you know, man-made cement, that will block or vastly reduce any grounding properties. So grounding happens when you're, the best way grounding happens is when your feet are on the grass or the soil. And you walk around, you know, the timing, that's something you're going to have to look at. But if you're constantly saturated with negative electromagnetic frequencies, grounding yourself is really uh, a simple thing that you can do. And I'm not saying it's everything, but it's a simple thing that you can do. And you see, that puts you in touch with the, the God-created healing frequencies. We don't worship Mother Earth in the sense of Gaia, a female goddess, the Earth. We don't worship Mother Earth. That's not what this is about. This is about science and technology and man-made electromagnetic frequencies, which can be very unhealthy, and how to get them out of your body, brain, and biological being, so that your normal health, your, your normal God-given electromagnetic frequency can manifest from your inner man or inner woman. 
And then, of course, you couple this and you bathe this in prayer. This is a form of spiritual warfare because there's an all-out attack on us. And this is what people are blinded from. And the ministry and mission of Paul McGuire Ministries and Paradise Mountain Church is to spread the knowledge of God's Word and the truth as far and wide and as fast as we possibly can, because time is running out. And when people have knowledge, they have power. When people have knowledge, they are no longer victims. They no longer are captives. So I can't promise you, you know, that by doing this, that, or the other, everything is going to be, like, uh, perfect. We live in a fallen world. but we can minimize to whatever degree. We can reduce, we can lessen, we can become victorious to whatever degree by incorporating knowledge and practicing certain principles. And so we have to have the basic knowledge, which is we live in a world system, which is a Babylonian mystery religion system, where the rulers, the hidden rulers, both spiritually and and humanly of planet Earth, the Luciferian elite, are controlling this world through all these sciences and technologies I talked to you about. That's why the system lies so unabashedly when it tells you lies about the real realities of things that are dangerous for you. So the first order of business is to understand that these people are attempting to enslave you. They're occultists, they're Luciferians, and they have weaponized and are using things like EMF, cell phone frequencies, They're utilizing 5G cell towers. They're utilizing uh, man-made diseases and pandemics. They're utilizing the the abhorrent practice of of modifying human DNA and destroying the integrity of pure human DNA and creating hybrid races by mixing human DNA with non-human DNA. This is very evil. The proliferation of sex trafficking of, of young boys and girls is horrific. But it's, it's a hidden economy that this uh, corrupt world system feeds on. So, so you have to understand that you're in a full-blown war. That should not put you into a hyper-paranoid state, because if it does, you're missing the point. It should bring you to the place where you recognize, you know, I, I look at pity, you know, Christians too, and, and, and people I know, and work environments and stuff. I can't tell you how many times I see people buy white bread, you know, Wonder Bread. It's not the, 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 the particular brand name. It's the fact that it's white bread. White bread is stripped of all nutrients. It's probably one of the most unhealthy foods that you can eat. And yet Christians and non-Christians gobble up white bread. It's horrible for you. It has no nutrition. And then Christians and others, for example, will, will use all kinds of things like peanut butters or candy or bake mixes or cake mixes or the list is endless, but the oil in them is a very toxic oil. It's not a natural organic oil like, you know, extra virgin olive oil. The oils that they often add in, in so many of these mainstream stores in their food products, they're oils that do the equivalent to the human body as if you were drinking motor oil because they can't be broken down by the human biosystem. So you have these, they're called, you know, certain vegetable oils and other oils. They're, they're, they're hiding the fact that the oil is completely artificial. So it's like plastic in nature. It's like trying to digest plastic. And so think of what happens to your heart and arteries and, and all the, the, your brain. If everything is clogged with, with oils that you've ingested, which do the same thing, negative thing that, that motor oil does. And then you're blasted with EMF, and then you're eating foods that are genetically modified, which means they are going to harm your health. You're eating foods that are killing you. You're, you're, you're digesting and ingesting things that are killing you. You're being bathed with toxic stuff. Hey, any, you know, you can call that whatever you want, but somebody declared war on you. And many people that you know just haven't woken up and realized that, hey, Somebody declared war on me because you see that's too that's bouncing against the ceiling of their consciousness. They can't go beyond the programmed ceiling of their consciousness because that would freak them out. They would have to deal with the shockwave adjustment to their perceived reality, and they would have to recognize that the reality that they live in is nothing like 
what that reality really is. In other words, it, it was unthinkable for most generations and most decades to conceive of, of the world as being run by a 1% of, of Luciferian elite or globalist elite that control all the wealth of the world and all the power of the world. That assimilating that thought, which is true, assimilating and processing that thought would give you a quantum leap in your perception, in your knowledge, and your understanding, and prepare you for victory and overcoming. Because when you know the truth, then you can deal with it. But you see, if you don't know the truth and you're just being victimized and attacked, then you are playing into the game of your adversary, and that's not something what the Lord wants. Now, I recognize that assimilating all of this stuff can be potentially overwhelming. And that's why when I break it down for you in a fast-moving read in my books like Power from on High, The Greatest Battle, The Prophecy of the Future of America, etc., when I break these things down to you, I also make sure that the book has solutions, teaching on God's healing and God's power and God's deliverance and the power of prayer, because it would be false for me to communicate a message that produces hopelessness or a message that takes the wind out of people's sails. That's that's counterproductive. So I try to disperse the truth to you, but simultaneously I endeavor to teach you, and that's the purpose of our ministry, to teach you a biblical worldview and to spread that as far and wide. And I need you to partner with me in communicating that biblical worldview, communicating the truth, and winning souls. I need you to partner with me, and you can do that by going to paulmcguire.us, and be sure to sign up for my e-blast for our social media pages, like, follow, whatever, please. This is a, there's a ringing game, a lying game going on, and I need your help in defeating it, because what I'm doing is I'm doing this for you, not just for me, and I need your prayers your support, and your volunteerism, because to the degree that we operate as one in Christ, which can only come if we are loving one another as Christ loved the Church, all of these things are integrated. And it's important to understand the nature of the reality that we're in, because the people that are attempting to control this world have, in the last 100 years, they have become very sophisticated and very knowledgeable about using and building and creating science fiction-like technologies and weapons to control the hearts and minds of mankind and to control this planet. Now, Bible prophecy warns of this. This is part of the mystery of Mystery Babylon and its connection to fallen angel technology and other things that, that is discussed in, in extra books of the Bible, like the Book of Enoch, but it's also discussed in the Bible, and the results are discussed in the Bible. So God gives us a heads up about this in the Bible, and we got to remember that God, God is not against science and technology. If you look at any part or aspect of God's creation, including men and women and their DNA, but you look at the earth and the orbits and the sunrise and the sunset and all these factors, you see clearly that the behind these factors exists an amazing complexity of mathematical formulas, laws of physics, laws of biology, application of information, data, and, and power sources from uh, multiple dimensions. God, the Creator, capital C, is very, very sophisticated. And so you could say, with complete intellectual and theological honesty, you could say that absolutely there is and exists and proliferates the technology of God. Because if you look at the entire earth and, and the ecosystem of the earth, if you look at human biology, the laws of reproduction, if you look at the laws of physics and science and, you know, God-given weather patterns and, and the nature of water and, and the nature of the frequencies and their relationship to color and everything. If you look at all these scientific and obviously technological complexities, the architect, the software engineer, the engineer of all of this 
what we call biological technology, planet Earth and human beings and creation, that's all the invention of God. Therefore, it's proper to say you're looking at a visible example of the technology of God. So God is, is like very sophisticated when it comes to technology. Those are examples of the technology of God. If you want to get more exotic, then the chariots of fire represent a military technology of God. And what really are, if you think about it, what really are these chariots of fire? Are they simply the wooden and metal chariots of the day, and they're, they're burning, you know, like you would burn a log in a fireplace? Is, is that what the burning chariots are, the chariots of fire? I don't think so. I think that's how uh, Elijah's servant perceived the chariots of fire and processed it in his mind. In reality, the chariots of fire represented some kind of futuristic, interdimensional, high technology of God. And I believe the so-called fire that Elijah's servant saw may very well have been the explosive release of the glory of God. So you have the glory of God empowering the existence of what are called chariots of fire. And there are so many other things. You look at what the rules that God gave the children of Israel, and the, 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 the law of a seven-year Sabbath, and the laws governing agriculture. So you have the promise of God in Deuteronomy 28 that he'll bless supernaturally your agriculture, your produce, your food, etc. But you also have the demand of God that you obey the laws of God, and by obeying the laws of God, you do what God says in the practical sense. You allow, you deliberately stop planting and allow the land to rest. So like every seven years, you, you, you go a year without planting, and that's to allow the soil to, to uh, recharge itself in terms of absorbing all the health-giving nutrients that whatever you plant is supposed to grow out of. So you have a seven-year cycle with a seven-year Sabbath. So every seven years, you stop planting and sowing, allowing the soil to recharge nutritionally. And that's why they didn't violate the law of Sabbath. But when they did violate the law of the Sabbath, God punished them severely. Now, why would God punish them severely? Because their health, their sustenance, their well-being, their immune systems, their, their ability to think and have physical strength, it's all based on what they were eating. And if they did what the carnal nations did, which is not obey the law of the Sabbath, and they simply ate and used the land, that physical land that they planted in would be depleted of life-giving sources of nutrition. And that's what we have in modern America. For the most part, because of corporate greed and self-centeredness, you have people planting in soil over and over and over again, never replenishing the soil with the proper nutrients, never allowing the soil to rest so that the soil can regain its God-given nutritional value. You just keep planting, planting, planting with no Sabbath and no rest. And so what happens is you, you produce crops of nutritionally deficient food, and you add to that that out of our greed and, and psychopathic desire to manipulate our fellow human beings, you genetically modify, you genetically modify the food so it ends up killing people. Now, what is all of this? Well, the Bible tells us. And we, this is what we—people have never been more open to the truth. People have never been more open to, a, like, a, like, a massive shift and a change of perspective than now, because everything that they believed in, all their sacred cows, all their idols that they, they worshipped, all the people that they put on a platform to worship, there are, so many of them have become suspect or caught in dishonesty and stealing and criminal behaviors. So that is shaking people. But the good side of the shaking is it's causing people to, to be set free from their trance states and their programming. And now maybe for the first time in their lives, if somebody like you or me will come into their lives via social media, via podcasting, via a book or whatever, and present the truth to them, I've noticed that people are more receptive and more open now than they ever have been before. 
So go to paulmcguire.us. That's paulmcguire.us. Help us spread the word far and wide. Help us with your donations, your prayers, your signing up for our social media and our e-blast. And let's move forward. We can impact this world for Jesus Christ in a significant way. We cannot surrender to hopelessness, and we cannot surrender to a spirit of fear. God bless you. This is Paul McGuire. Remember, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind.